what? It's also come up as Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School, <laughs> which it clearly isn't. You're gonna mix those two up, <laughs> would you? Right, kids, we're gonna watch Scooby Doo. <laughs> Just thinking, like, what the fuck happens when my 3D telly dies? Because they don't fucking make them anymore. Right. What am I gonna do? <laughs> I have to buy one and put it in storage. <laughs> Are they still making the films then? 3D. Uh, Europe is about the only place that oh, um, yeah. I think that's yeah. Europe, I think the states yeah. don't they don't really bother anymore. But yeah. for some reason, it's still fairly popular. In but can you still Europe. buy a 3D TV? No. You can't. can't buy a 3D Blu-ray either. You need you need both. You see, you need the 3D telly and the oh, 3D right. Blu-ray. Oh, they don't make them either anymore. Huh. So no, once they once they're fucking dead. I even thought about buying. I know it sounds really extravagant, but buying a spare Blu-ray player because they're about hundred quid now. Right. <coughs> oh, sorry. And um, he's recording. Yeah. Oh god, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, idiot. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, okay. I've been on the best behaviour now. We're gonna start now. Yeah. Welcome. I'm gonna put a silly comedy comedy voice on. Yeah. Don't mind. No. What goes well with it? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Welcome to the spooktacular podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that, <laughs> listeners. Um, just getting in the Halloween spirit, but not by watching Halloween. No. Which might have been an obvious choice. We're gonna watch Joe Dante's. 1981 classic well I think it's classic The Howling oh. there's lots of that going on I'm just going to run the set up shall we have 5.1 DTS Why HD master audio not? I don't know sounds different that's going to be but okay so let's start this film I mean you can uh, well with the with the background of the Howling Wolves Perhaps you'd like to give a little bit of background of how you, what you remember about this film. Um, I, again, I seem to have watched most of the films um, <coughs> a lot longer ago than you have. So I think I probably saw this when I was, like, in the, it was made in 1981, so I would have been 11 then. I think I saw it then, and uh, I used to watch all the horror films then um, so yeah I've, I've got very little remembrance of it um, other than pa Patrick McNee and the uh, the effects being really quite frightening oh yeah the, the metamorphosis yeah yeah I mean some of them are quite obviously you can spot even even more now obviously now, it's yeah. on blu-ray but it, they are some of them are quite crude yeah i guess when we watched them on tape all those years ago hmm. um that kind of covered a lot of uh, sins didn't it yeah sort of fuzzy tape i mean but the transformation is still really good in hmm. this it's obviously um one that always gets compared to american wealth in london hmm. um which he said was that um same year I'm pretty sure these were released in the same year. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? That, uh, um, we were just saying about like Wolfen and 
Yeah, spate of yeah, werewolf the movies. Same, same year. And then there was all, there's also a Stephen King adaptation called Silver Bullet. I don't oh know if you yes, that, yeah. About a, a kid in a wheelchair. Yeah, who's in that? Oh, yes. I can't think. It's one of the. Uh, uh, I think he's. Uh, was it Corey Haim? Oh right. I think oh, okay. Corey Haim might be in it. Oh, right. Or Fieldman, one or the other. Yeah. One of those two. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, the, the, this one always gets compared unfavourably to uh, American Wealth in London, which I think is a bit unfair, really, because tonally they're quite different. Mm. Um, but the, the effects get compared, obviously, because yeah. they're from the same era. And um, would you say this one's a bit more schlocky? Yes, definitely. It's got that. Yeah, it's got that more of a sort of B movie hmm. um, sort of style. Which I think the style that um, Dante was going for. I mean, he's obviously director of Gremlins and yeah. What else did he do? He's done a lot of stuff, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. I always get. I always. I always kind of put him in the same. Group as Sam Raimi, yeah, yeah, Raimi, yeah. Sam Raimi. You know, yeah. so I think they are kind of the same school of, yeah, of horror. Directors. Um, yeah. Did he do? A, what's he done recently? He did a film called Matinee with John Goodman, I think, about giant spiders and sort of around. Them. He obviously had a love of fifties horror movies because mm. this kind of shares a lot of um, mm. similarities with the stuff like The Wolfman. I think actually refer reference Long Chaney Junior's The right. Wolfman. I think it's playing in the background on a TV screen. Yeah. But um, but we'll get into the film proper, obviously now. And Patrick Mooney, obviously, yeah. I mean, for 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 my for our age group, mm. I guess the Avengers. Yeah. Well, the new Avengers it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. We remember him from Steed. Steed. Um, and I remember him also from. I'm sure you do. Um, Battlestar Galactica. He was yeah. in that. But not yeah. for many episodes. I think he's also in an episode of Buck Rogers. A couple again, maybe. All oh, right. And obviously, bit parts in mm. Murder She Wrote and yeah. TJ Hooker and a lot of yeah, he did stuff. a lot of American TV, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's British. Sort of course, he's British. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't sort Canadian, wasn't he? British. No, <coughs> very English sort of quint. One of yeah. those old school sort of Brit accent type actors. Yeah, yeah. But I think Americans seem to love. Yeah, he yeah. was quite a classical type. I mean, he, he didn't re he didn't really play villains, did he? He wasn't no. like one who got typecast. Oh, he was, in, he was in a Bond film as well, wasn't he? Mm. He was a lot of it. Bond. Was it um, the one with Walken in it? Yeah. Living Daylight. Not Living Daylight. That's um, View to a Kill. I think he mm. was in that. Um, I have to say, I have to um, obviously, uh, well, not obviously, but I have to also um, confess that this has got one of my favourite actresses, Dee Wallace. Um... Stone, she was in Stone. I think she was married to the uh, one of the actors in this mm -hmm. at the time. That's why she's got the Stone addition to her name. But she was uh, more famously probably known for being the mum of Elliot from ET, and also she was in early Wes Craven movie The Hills Have Eyes. Oh right, so that's when I sort okay. of first came in contact with her, and a bit of a scream queen, mm. and uh, he had a bit of a bit of a boy crush on her childhood crush and she's got very nice 80s hair in this I seem to remember mm. quite good font you can't beat 80s hair and the fashion there's a lot of blouses mm. right yeah there's, there's, there's some good blouse action in this I seem to remember oh subtitles are on oh well I can't seem to turn them off so 
this starts off. I don't know if you remember the what the setup is. No, but not really. She's a, a, a D. Wallace is like an investigative journalist, hmm. and there's been a spate of uh, of uh, murders. Oh, Kevin McCarthy. There's a connection with Body Slash. Oh, we were John talking Caradine. about, and then Caradine. Yeah, we were talking about Body Slash as well. Hmm. Slim um, Pickens. Oh yeah, Slim Pickens. <laughs> oh my god. He of uh, the Kubrick movie. Mm. Yes. Doctor Strange Yeah, yeah. The end of that, isn't it? That's right. On the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah quite a, quite an eclectic cast in this. Mm. This era was like the golden age of, like, as far as I'm concerned, anyway, the golden age of like horror films. I, I totally agree, Mill. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think it is really that that decade has been eclipsed. No. Um, in modern horror, mm. I think there's a lot of experimentation during this. I mean, you had the slasher flicks and yeah. you know, the Friday the Thirteenth and the you know the, ha uh, the the Halloween movies, of course. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, there was a lot of, you know, imaginative uh, mm. directors coming up um, who were doing horror. There's <coughs> Kevin Mac Kevin McCarthy, famous in uh, Body Snatchers. He was the one who showed they're here already. <laughs> The Blu ray really brings out a photography in this. Mm. So that's that guy. Wallace's husband. Oh, okay. Because he's. Um, I can't remember his name, but he he was in quite a few horror films, wasn't he? Was he in, was he in Dead and Buried? I think he was. Or The Fog? I don't know. Um, I think it's The Fog. Yeah. I think he did a, a few Carpenter movies, actually. Yeah, I'm sure he's in The Fog. It's quite hard boy. John Sales, the writer. Really? Yeah, or well, co-writer. Obviously, did a lot of. He was. Um, I guess more. Quite a sort of revered writer, yeah, wasn't, wasn't he? he? Like a drama and yeah, stuff. Yeah, theatre. Yeah, yeah. Because he did Lone Star, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I've seen interviews with him where he, where he said he did a lot of films. I think he did it just a, for the money. For the money, yeah. Right. And um, the, he, he did another schlocky horror film called Alligator. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Alligator's loose in the sea. Yeah, 
There's some uh, quite bad effects in that yeah. film, isn't there? Yeah. But um, but I, uh, but it actually adds some you know it does add some gritty realism really, mm. which I think this this film benefits from his from his yeah input yeah. The dialogue and that is mm. you know it is a B movie but it's kind of slightly transcends that by having some good dialogue and mm. performances in it. School's got a bit of that soft focusy. It's almost a bit like eighties, like eighties porn mm, movie, isn't it? It is, yeah. I don't know if that was a stylistic choice to make it look a little bit sort of seedy, because mm. obviously she's visiting like a strip club, right? So it just goes, just looks a little bit like a like some erotic, like Emmanuel. Yeah. I've always used to think that Emmanuel with uh, werewolves. There's quite a lot of black humour in this film as well, which right. I really like. Which I guess it also shares a little bit with um, American Werewolf. Because mm. I mean, American Werewolf was actually kind of, it was, I, if I remember back to the 80s, obviously I was too young to see it at the cinema, when I think it was kind of, it, it was almost semi-promoted um, as a comedy. Right. Because of Joe Dante, yeah. um, because of um, John Landis, yeah. and his association with Kentucky Fried Movie and, mm. you know, comedy yeah, yeah, stuff. Of course, yeah. You know, I think there was a worry they weren't quite sure how to mm. market it. Is it a comedy? You know, it's not comedy because it's got loads of gory deaths in it. Yeah. But it's also got a lot of flipping it has a lot black of humor. humor. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this this also shares that that sort of tone. Because mm. there's a nice blouse. <laughs> First blouse of the movie. And what's a chiffon? Is that a chiffon? Did you it? It is. Yeah, it's quite. Now that's. Yeah, who's that? That's um. Oh. He's, oh, Roger Corman. Corman, yes. Roger Corman. That's it, well done, Roger Corman. Oh, yeah. A little cameo there. Yeah. I think there's a few cameos in this. Yeah, Roger Corman. So I think I think Joe Dante was a protege of right. Corman. Like a lot of them, like they were, Cameron, they? Yeah, James yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, he started out doing yeah, Roger Corman Corman films. Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, there was a lot of people that started to do him. <coughs> is he still alive or is he? Roger Corman? Yeah. I think he died not that long ago. Right. I think I'm right in saying. Thank you for trying to move off Sex shop now. She's mm. going to have a an interview with Eddie, who's the suspect, the suspected killer. And she's wearing a wire so they can trace her, but as mm. is the thing with these films, yeah. it's on the Brits, so they don't know quite know where she is. I remember on the uh, on the extras of this film, on the movie, there's um, 
a lot of that they actually they actually shot the a, a porno oh, right. for this film oh, right. because they you know they needed mm. porno footage mm. and um for some reason i've not seen the imported version but the uk one has got this stuff um reduced oh, right. um because it was on the extras yeah um you saw the whole porn film oh if you wish I think the German one has the whole porn film on it as an extra how bizarre yeah how bizarre I mean this film the film's not cut but the porno that was an extra mm. is absent from the, um, mm. from the from the British Blu-ray and DVD There's a lot of exploration in this film about like the yeah, the animal, the mm. man, um, you know, the, the duality we have with Animal species like mm. the wolves yeah. and the strength and sex and and death and mm. horror quite intertwined. Sort of yeah, yeah, lust. Yeah. You sort of guess using the. That's a classic uh, the, horror trope, isn't it? Yeah, the werewolf is like. Uh, the animal man, yeah, animal instincts. Like the yeah, Jekyll and Hyde type. Yes, thing. yeah. It's obviously a classic horror trope again, isn't it? Yeah, you know the duality in people. Mm. a little transformation there we didn't get to see the whole mm. full body transformation like we do later that's a big massive mm. great camera <laughs> I think also a lot of a, a thing that was this film explores that was obviously a big thing in the 80s and I guess it is you know to a degree now mm. but um, the whole idea of uh, therapy yeah therapists Americans love being mm. psychoanalyzed don't they mm. so I mean in this they uh, she's 
actually has nightmares, continues to have nightmares about the event, and they send her to like a like a retreat. Don't right. you remember that, like, no. a, like a camp, um, where she's uh, she gets probed psychologically. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that was a big thing in the eighties when it's psychoanalyzing yeah. and, and, and everyone had a shrink. Yeah, everyone did, didn't they? <laughs> in Hollywood. Mm. So they probably sort of draw on that fixation. scary horror music mm. he's pretty hairy isn't he so yeah. you could quite easily mistake him for a werewolf I guess he's got a good um, tash well collection of sweaters oh yes say. yeah yeah that's I've his second that's sweater number two that is I don't know if he brought them to the set himself yeah. or <laughs> but yeah you're right very impressive mm. I wonder if there'd be any more yeah, I think there's a lot of sweaters in this. Yeah. If, if we're doing sweater and blouse watching, yeah. she's also got quite a nice blouse <laughs> on, and uh, he's got a horrible t-shirt on. Dribble <laughs> down it, but... Some jeans with mm. and your first jump scare that was a thing. Mm. Now, that's you know, jump scares are ten a penny these days, yeah. That probably wouldn't even phase your average no. uh, 15 year old today, but so back then, probably they leapt out of their seats. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Oh, it's a werewolf! oh no, it's just a dog. Yeah, it's funny how tastes and sensibilities sort of change over the over the years isn't it like you know, what would yeah I mean this is, this is jump when we were I'm sure this is considered exceptionally tame yeah by today's standards and probably quite slow why yeah. why isn't there more jump scares in it yeah it's a lot of dialogue we don't want that we want jump scares you know the less discerning audiences today So Patrick McNee is playing a, a doctor. Doctor. He's got a nice sweater. Look, mm. sweater watch. Yeah. 
stripy number. So we all have a bit of a beast in us, don't mm. we? virility if you have a tash was it would it have been in these days yeah masculine yeah in those days i wonder if that was a directorial like suggestion like oh i think you should have a tash yeah because all the other men well he's got a beard but yeah. you know he's a techie so we don't have you got a tash oh he's got a tash oh, he's got more tashes now tash watch tash, yeah. tash tash watch now yeah but the main you know one of the main uh, protagonists mm. with a tash Eddie the Mangler, it's a catchy <laughs> name that they gave him. scenes in this where it is quite comical right the uh the makeup mm. no compassion for Nicole there because they're no. that he's a hard-bitten tv director and at the screen Anything that happened inside the beach? No, I don't remember. I live in a creature from my dreams. 
I think she's still doing stuff as well. She was in okay. um, The Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah. Zombies movie. Yeah. She's got a lot of roles being the sort of girl next door. She's got quite a sort of relaxed mm. acting style, yeah. quite naturalistic. Mm. <laughs> the retreat. Yeah. Soft music. Yeah. Bit of electric guitar. Mm. Mark Lockley in the background. <laughs> Reacting against spas, mm. rehab, <laughs> Betty Ford. This is like the uh, the Betty Ford clinic for werewolves. Ah, yeah, it's all coming back to me. Oh, yeah. I remember this. He's a vegetarian, isn't he? Oh yeah. So that pays off later on. There's Slim Pickens. <laughs> Oh, that's not Slim Pickens, is it? No, that's not. No, that's another hillbilly. He is in it though. Obviously, I think he's a cop. He's the local sheriff, I oh, think. Okay. Um, Slim Pickens <laughs> in this area. Oh, sorry, Mel. Coffee. There we go. Bit of a knees up. <laughs> now they're probably like a famous folk band. Hmm. If you Google them. And that's like that's a Carradine. Yeah, the father of the father um, of yeah, uh, David and yeah. Keith, Keith is it? Yeah. And I think he did horror, didn't he, in his early in his career? Who, John? Um, this Carradine. Yeah. He was like from, you know, the old school. School yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a lot of callbacks to old Hollywood mm. and old Hollywood horror movies. Now. She sadly died um, not that long ago. Oh, right. As a young boy, quite those breasts. Yes, I, they were quite etched yeah. on my memory. Her, um, quite her memory is on my memory. <laughs> oh, right. Obviously, the, the famous nude scene. Remember the famous nude scene? No, that, no. I, that I think I wore that bit out of my uh, mm. video cassette as a as a young adolescent. Temptress. Yeah. 
he's got a what very is that? impressive is that, cardigan. Is, that, is it a card? It is a card, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Slightly sort of halfpenny. Yeah. There's a few hillbillies. Yeah. Oh, who? School. Mm. Can't understand all these young'uns <laughs> having fun. Trying to deny their animal urges. <coughs> so this is like a colony of werewolves? Or? Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. But basically, yeah, the basic plot is that the, the Doctor, uh, Wagner, is played by... Um, Patrick McNee is the doctor and he's basically trying to integrate them into society right. so they you know they they, they remain hidden basically mm. so he's sort of progressive mm. you know progressive werewolf if you like
title of filming. <laughs> it was good. He's just impatient. Yeah, he's tried. It's the marital division in the cards. sure like if you have like got psychological issues going to a, a remote <laughs> you know woodland yeah, yeah is really the best way to go no, is it no with a lot of people that a bit weird yeah you don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's slim she's not yeah. looking so slim that is quite a gut you've got there. It's quite a girth, isn't it? Yes, I think you're right, yeah. Yes. Did he? <laughs> 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 
some sort of nice little fruity dialogue. Mm. I think he wrote himself a little monologue. Yeah, that would give himself a bit more screen time. Yeah. Scared shitless like the night mm. before, and now she's uh, well, it's, 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 yeah. it's the same night. I'm not quite sure the chronology, but either way, now she's she's sort of born again, brave hunter. Mm. <coughs> Thank you. 
time again isn't it? Was it? Dick Miller. Dick Miller. Who is the cameo man who's oh, done so yeah, many yeah, yeah. films generally Famous from Terminator yeah. and Gremlins yeah. and loads of films isn't it? Yeah. some sort of discussion on the sort of the, the folklore of, yeah. of werewolves. And he's carrying like a monsters magazine. Yeah. You think he's someone? He's probably someone, isn't he? <coughs> He doesn't seem like a, a <laughs> book seller, he's more like a car salesman, yeah. isn't he? for a librarian. You don't get that sort of hassle in Waterston, do no. you? Buy a book. Yeah. <coughs> the wolves will be out in force. It's 
continually um, misty there, isn't it? It is. Foggy. I've got a dry ice problem. I think it might be the same guy who done. Um, I think I think it's Rob Bottin who did some work on um, American Werewolf. Mm. I have a feeling, if I remember correctly, that he worked on both films. All oh, right. <coughs> he also did the effects for the. the oh, was it Rick Baker? No, I think Rick Baker did the effects for um, American Werewolf in London. Mm. Um, yeah, Rob, Rob Bottin did stuff. Uh, I think he worked on um, The Thing. There's a lot of squibs that are very, very popular in they the were, 80s they? horror yeah. movies. Pulsating squibs <laughs> were all the rage. Yeah, there's not enough squib action these days. No, it's all CGI now, isn't yeah. it? Not practical effects are. Um, it's a shame, really. It is, um, it is quite a, an art really it is and now a film that uses practical effects you know obviously it's, that's the exception to the rule they make quite a sort of big deal of the fact when there is a film that is mainly practical That's another thing that 80s films, they did a lot of referencing older horror films, a lot of 80s horror films. Mm. There always seem to be classic black and white horror films playing in the background. It's the same with like, um, yeah. like Halloween's got films, old horror films playing, like Forbidden Planet. That's not really a horror film, but you know, classic yeah. movies. And the f and that you know famously Halloween's got a scene from um, the f the the old um, the thing playing, which obviously Carpenter yeah. remade. It's like a several years later, like a nod to the <coughs> yeah. to the past. Yeah, exactly. And probably where those directors or writers were influenced. influenced yeah, yeah, certainly. So. There's there's, whole, there's a bit of homage going yeah, on, isn't there? Yeah. Like you say, with all the cameos in this. Yes. You know, yeah. There's a few sort of uh, nods. transformation yeah because he's been bitten yeah and uh, yeah. by the, uh, the seductress mm, I do remember that now 
<laughs> Call of the night. Yes. The children of the night. <laughs> what sweet music they make. Yeah, this probably this next scene is probably where the film lets itself down a little bit in the effects department because basically, if I remember correctly, it's the, the wolves are actually like animated, right? Like like a cartoon. Oh, okay. And obviously, the oh, budget right. was very restricted. It's far more. Um, <coughs> it's far more sort of obvious on the on the Blu-ray version. This is the scene where my videotapes are coming in. Yeah, this is very soft focus, isn't it? Yeah, that's a bit poor now. Mm, yeah. Yeah, lit the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Quite sort of conveniently placed the fire there. Yeah. I think more for his benefit than hers. She, yeah. She goes full frontal, but. Yeah, know, she does, yeah. Yeah, you can't. Fair play. Fair play to her. So, uh, an 80s bush there. Yeah, very 80s style. <coughs> I don't know what Dean Wallace thought about this. Like no. Her husband cavorting, I know it's an acting job, but yeah, it's, yeah. perhaps she was on set. Yeah. Just make sure he didn't enjoy it too much. Yeah. He didn't get too excited. Exactly. Yeah, it's very. Even the music's yeah. kind yeah. of. I'm not sure what that is, that music. <laughs> Romantic. You just need sort of billowing curtains, don't you, really? Yeah. And again, like the animalistic, like with the howls. Like yeah, they're yeah. All, so they're all in a frenzy. They're all beasts. They're in an orgasmic frenzy. Yeah. The beast with two backs. Mm. <coughs> oh, it's a huge tape recorder. <laughs> To the, uh, I was going to say climax for a minute, but <laughs> the, the sort of fairly poor effects moment. Yeah, they're really drawing this out, aren't they? Yeah, get your money's worth with this scene. The plastic Mac Brigade in the mm. audience. <coughs> that, there's your fire, like, mm -hmm. a, like a burning hearth, isn't it? Yeah. Oh.
basically a cartoon, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Some more shit down. Yeah. Yeah, that was not really necessary, was it? No, no, they probably could have got away without having that shot at all. <clears throat> I wonder if that's a pilgrimage for a sort of really die-hard Howling fans mm. they go and probably yeah. Because like I was reading on uh, Wikipedia about this before <coughs> I started watching it, that this has got quite a cult following. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so I don't know whether. Well, maybe they're like log cabins that you can stuff. go and visit. Like Probably, maybe, yeah. You know, you can stay at the retreat. Yeah. Maybe they do reenactments, yeah. like orgies in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> you can pal at the moon. <laughs> funny how some films they do sort of gain a cult status don't they and well I, I do think a lot of the films I'm not sure modern films will be remembered quite so fondly no. I think that I mean stuff of this era it seems to be you know more fun well maybe I maybe it's like a generational thing like a nostalgia thing yeah So I probably would have rented this out on tape. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so that, like, yeah, comes from a totally different period, doesn't it? Like, like you say, with video cassettes. Yeah, sort of yeah. Discs, you know, so. The whole experience was different as a viewer, really. Yeah. But the way we consumed um, movies back in those exactly, days. Exactly, yeah. I mean, every, you know, obviously years before streaming and stuff That's like right. that. Yeah, we were there sort of at the beginning when, like... The explosion of, yeah. uh, you know, video And you tapes. didn't have to go to the cinema to see... Well, many films bypassed the cinema, didn't they? Yeah. They, they literally were made... For video, for yeah. For video. That's right, yeah. The video market was massive, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the films that, you know... Stuff. I mean, this would have got a theatrical release, obviously, but films like, um, you know, The Evil Dead and stuff mm. really made their money on tape. Yeah. You know, horror films of that of that uh, time. Well, that's another film, isn't it? That's <coughs> got a, a cult following. Cult yeah, following. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's probably still making. You know, because wasn't that re-released? It's, it's being re-released for, re for Halloween. Right. It's, it's, I'm going to see it on Halloween. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah, I mean that, that still making money. Yeah, def yeah, definitely. And probably the the video rental market sustained. They probably, you know, they probably helped um, create the sequels. Really, they, mm. you know, they they created the market for them. Bankrolled the sequels, probably. Yeah, and you showed me the uh, there was a TV series, wasn't there as well? Yeah, TV series was, out of that. I mean, this yeah. had sequels as well. The Howling. We, yeah, I don't know if we yeah. discussed that early on, but. I mean, they are marginally, well, only marginally connected to this. Have they got? Is it not the same cast then? And no, no. Nice. I mean, I mean, I've only ever seen Howling Two, which has no relation to this whatsoever. Right. It's a very odd film, um, starring Christopher Lee, um, rather randomly. 
but it's it's like a completely different movie. Oh, okay. In fact, my recollection is quite hazy. Mm. I think I think it's more like a travelling. They're like a travelling circus of of um, of um, werewolves. Right. But it's kind of set in like. I think it was filmed in like Romania or some you know, to keep the budget down. Mm. And it's yeah, it doesn't bear any relation to this film. Just using the. It's name. just using the name, yeah. yeah. A lot of films did that, didn't they? Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, hoping to capitalise on the audience that went to see the first film. Mm. You must have felt a bit cheated when you went in to see a film with the title yeah. Halloween Two, and it had nothing to. You're probably expecting like a, that's right. Cause it's, it, that's pre, obviously. Well, you go you know, Facebook and, yeah. and and media, so you wouldn't have known about. You wouldn't know what the film was about necessarily. No. You'd go in blind, wouldn't you? You go because you like the first one, yeah. don't you? And then yeah, you feel cheated. Some good, um, there's some good practical effects coming up now that sort of make up for the very poor cartoony. <laughs> I mean, that that picture on the wall is more convincing. It is, yeah. the picture of the wolf on the wall is more convincing than the actual scene that we just watched. <coughs> that looked like I'd drawn a really bad <laughs> like outline silhouette yeah, of, a, yeah, of, wolf. A, of a wolf. Yeah, I'm not sure quite whether that was an afterthought or mm. they'd run out of money. <coughs> they got the work experience guy to draw yeah. So you just tweak basically that the the, uh, the um, what was it the mangler the mangler what's he called the mangler oh what the the guy the killer Eddie who's yeah. disappeared his corpse has disappeared that he was also at the retreat oh, okay. one of his little etchings on the wall right and there's a little the happy sticker. yeah happy face acid house almost wasn't it. Wasn't that kind of the Doctor for Acid House? That yes, yeah. Smiley face. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he's basically walked in on Eddie's crib. Slug on that. Did you see that? Was that a slug? On the bit of wood by the. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> you think there's a slug wrangler <laughs> at the end of the credits? There'll be, you know, and the, and the slug had a name. Yeah. It was like Sydney. The director was like, I want a slug right next to the axe. 
Go and get me a slug. Big fat titty slug. There's a bit of squid action. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh I like that. Yeah. Where it bubbles up. Yeah, a bit of pulsation yeah, yeah. is always good. Yeah. <laughs> Bone sound effect as well. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. That yeah, like that. And that still holds yeah. up, doesn't it? Yeah. She's becoming a bit pathetic now, running through the woods. Mm. Left her axe behind. Scratches on the back. Mm. What's he been up to? Hey. to control his animal urges now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. His aggression, more mm. aggressive. Yeah. <coughs> He's unleashed the, the beast. Can't put the genie back in the bottle. No. I guess it's like, you know, it, it, if you want to break up with someone, you could say, look, um, I am a werewolf. Yeah. It's quite a... And there's no coming back from that. No. It? It's not you, it's me. <laughs> <coughs> it's real. Dirty enough. 
actually. Another connection here with Joe Dante is he directed one of the segments of uh, the Twilight Zone movie. Oh, did he? Which has also has Kevin McCarthy in it. Um, and that's that was the one oh, I believe. One it's the kind of Looney Tunes one. You remember there's one like a sort of um, they go into like a cartoon world. Do you remember that one? Uh, um, sure. I'm just thinking he's watching like um, this is where it's on the black comedy comes on the black humor. Mm. He's watching like a, a Warner Brothers wolf cartoon with a wolf in it. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to, it's a, she, she, like, her car breaks down, do you remember the one? And they, she finds this sort of house, and she goes in it, and it's got, like, a weird family, but it's kind of like a portal, and everything turns, like, like, into a cartoon. No, I don't remember that one. But I'm pretty sure Joe Dante directed that one, that segment. <coughs> so there's some good, um... Mm. He's a big bugger, yeah. isn't he? <coughs> nice juxtaposition. Mm. You use that word again. Yeah. I think you've got to get out in at least once. Yeah, I haven't said that. No, there's a, there's a chance to say juxtaposition. Mm. So we've got real life wolf. And then we've got Cartoon Wolf that he's watching. Wolf chili. <laughs> Is that a bit of a giveaway? Yeah. He's eating wolf chili there. Do you think that was an actual brand? Funny how um, I was just like randomly thinking yeah. about how like the wolf has been sort of demonised, mm. um, like even in like literature and children's story, stories, like Little Red Riding Hood, yeah, 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 the big bad wolf. Yeah, and uh, I suppose horror films perpetuate that, don't they? Yeah, a bit like with the shark in Jaws, like yeah, that's what I was sort of yeah, thinking. Drawing that yeah, sort of that parallels. Yeah. Yeah, I guess how they become sort of they've got a bit yeah. of evil, basically. Yeah, you know, embodiment of evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because also another children's thing, <coughs> Peter and the Wolf. Yeah, Peter and the Wolf. Oh, and of course we were talking of werewolf movies that um, a company of wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Which Who's, is uh, dark. No, no. Um, Crime game guy, Neil Jordan. Oh, Neil yes, Jordan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's very much tied in with folklore, and, mm. isn't it? Fairy mm. tale. Oh, nice bit of oozing blood. Yeah, there's some bloodshot eyes there. Some nice neck wound. Yeah. Nasty gash. Yeah, I'd say the practical effects in this still are still pretty good. Mm. I'd much rather see practical effects in a film than I mean 
another, well, we were talking John Carpenter films earlier, but they did a, I don't know if you ever saw the, it's like a half remake, half reboot of The Thing. Did you ever watch that? No. Um, it's kind of worth watching, uh, you know, for curiosity, um, but sort of infamously with that is they shot everything um, with practical effects and then for some reason they the studio didn't like them so they went back and CGI basically everything over the top of the practical effects hmm. oh. um, so it was there is a version of the film that exists I assume somewhere where all the practical effects are still left in um, but the CGI effects are awful hmm. so you wonder why they yeah. is it because they thought audiences these days are you know they're not used to seeing practical effects. They'd no. like, they'd People rather watch CGI. They, I think they expect <coughs> CGI, don't they? And if it's a shame. They, they it's, yeah, it kind of it's out of the ordinary. Yeah. They're like, oh, what? I'm not used to that. But I think it, it's been it is a amazing thing. Yes. But oh yeah. It's yeah. Overused. Isn't it, it is overused, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, how could you better this? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just pulling the bullet out of his head. Yeah. How could you better that with CGI? No. He looks a bit like the Hulk there. He does look a bit like, a bit like the Hulk. Always, always had like cosmetic surgery that's gone wrong. Yeah. I do like that. The, uh, like the old squibby yeah, yeah. airbags. Mm. Of course, the, the, the amount of time it must have taken <coughs> to like put on this, oh, the God, makeup yeah. and, and you've probably got close-ups that are actual like cast, aren't they? Like mm. a, a prop. Yeah. And then uh, other longer shots are him with a mask on, a yeah. prosthetic on. Yeah, I suppose it's just too labour intensive these days, isn't it? To I don't, know. I don't know, I, I, but I guess CGI is the same, isn't it? That must take, you can't do that in, it's not a five minute job, is it? No, I wouldn't have thought so, I mean, it, it takes yeah, a skilled skill and animator to do it, doesn't mm. it? But it's a shame because a lot of the, you know, the practical effects guys, they're just out of work now, aren't they? Because mm. it's all about, you know, it's, it's kind of a dying art, isn't it? It'll, yeah. be, it'll be an art form that, you know, CGI, I suppose, improves hmm. um, theoretically, but they, you won't have any practical stuff, which is a no. real shame. You'll end up, well, not even needing actors, really, won't you? Well, that's so, it, they can yeah. CGI them, can't yeah. they? Because who was it? Um, <coughs> who, is it George Lucas who's bought the, the image rights of like a lot of. Oh, has he? The old film stars. Yeah, because, you know, I'm sure it was him who, you know, hoping that one day technology will get to such a stage that he can. Just basically revive them. Yeah, basically bring them back to life and put them in films. That's the. So have Marilyn Monroe in a new film. You 
So rather than run away when that was happening, she just decides to stay yeah. there and watch him transform. Well, I suppose you would be uh, you know, quite shocked. Mm. John Sells, like the character <laughs> piece that he wrote. So I guess if you hadn't seen this film before, this would be a big twist. Um, I don't know if a modern audience would would uh, would would the twist be so surprising that mm. they're all a whole coven of werewolves? Yeah. Um, I think I remember when I first saw it, I was probably oh they're all werewolves. It's <laughs> <coughs> another nice bit of gore. Yeah, nice bit of ribcage action. Here's a random head on a pole. Yeah, mummified head for some reason. Everything you've learned? 
Mr. Security is well known. He's right, Marcia. We're going to make this look like an accident. What can we do? some nice ripe portentous dialogue you know that's very mm. old in the old style of horror movies isn't yeah. there she's ours now <laughs> Silver bullets, did it? No.
things come up in this film. place kindling there. Yeah. I'm not sure that door would hold them. No. That's a bit flimsy. Mm. There's a few subpar effects in this bit. Mm. The, uh, Prosthetics, it's more like an ape. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They're pretty neat that scene for Terry Inferno or something. That's like a stock. <laughs> it's stock, yeah. Stock footage. Fire. Trust nobody. Not even the local Bobby. <laughs> I think he's insured against a werewolf attack. <laughs>
another horror film classic technique thing the car not starting oh yeah yeah mm. yeah all the cliches yeah there's a police car as well you think a bit more, bit more yeah. reliable wouldn't you there you go just in in the nick of time oh, oh, oh dear shit Cheating on her, so yeah, he's a bit of an arsehole, yeah. He was a bit of a dick, so oh, that's another sort of Ooh, nasty. Ray Harry House, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Plastic, plastic scene, yeah, mannequins, just get rid of that sort of beard that she's got coming on. <laughs> That's a really poor forest. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Artist, artist impression. Yeah. It's really poor, isn't it? Mm. It's the same person who's <laughs> done, done the, done the yeah. yeah, the wolf animation. It's <laughs> the work experience kid again. Yeah. He must have been. Uh, his dad must have been. Um, friendly with the. Producer or something, yeah. to be like a powerful moment climax of the film but she mm. ends up looking a bit like Chewbacca's <laughs> cousin oh, 
Chico loco. Not sure about the Mexican, what, what the yeah. that was. Well, yeah, she is, yeah. It's Chewbacca, isn't it? It's Chewbacca's wife. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's... Think it's does it still hold up? Uh, How old is this? 81. What are we now? 81, 91, 2001, 2011. It's t 37 yeah. years old, is it? It's not a classic, is it? But it's got. I kind of like the cheesiness of it. Yeah. Rob Bottom with the effects there. Yeah. Yeah, there's enough there to. I think it's kind of it's it's kind of it's it's kind of not taking itself too seriously. No, there is it's humor a bit, in there's a bit yeah. tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. About it, and that's that's good. Yeah. Because if it took itself really seriously, it would be. Yeah, ridiculous. It would be ridiculous. It's not pompous and po face, is it? No. It knows <coughs> what it it knows what it is. It knows its audience. Yeah. And it's giving them what they want. Yeah. And now it's like the music's kind of yeah, it's, like a cheesy again, it's music. Like a sort of yeah, soft porn. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Vic Baker also. There you go. So they must have been. He's the guy who worked on American Wolf in London. Oh right. So obviously they were the go-to guys for werewolves. Hmm. They must have been very busy. Yeah, definitely. In eighty-one. Hmm. There isn't. I'm just trying to think of any recent films. Well, I suppose. The Forest J. Ackerman, hmm. he's a guy, isn't he? he had an, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he had, he has an immense, or did, I think he, he dies, he's died now, he's dead now, but he had a huge collection of props from classic, oh, right. like Universal horror movies and comics. He probably donated some of hmm. his collection, you yeah. know, in the, in, for the scenes. Oh, right. In the background. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. There you go, the howling. Hmm. 